hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode. So if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. Hi, I'm Lisa. Hi, I'm Adam. And this is Designated Parent, a podcast where we look at children's programming through the eyes of adult beverages. So, cheers. Cheers. And welcome. Welcome. Still with the um, hippie juice this week? I mean, you did have like a Manhattan before. I mean, okay, so my you Manhattan's and or Old Fashions, I'm not sure which one's which, because I'm that it's kind of fancy. It's just like a cherry... It's a and cherry bourbon. and some bourbon. There's some sugar and bitters in there, too, to kind of open up the aromatic profile of the Canadian Club. That makes you feel very fancy. It Did does. you really drink the Canadian Club? Yeah, the Canadian Club it with com- that. It comes in a plastic container so you can take it camping. Yeah, which is, you know, important. Right. Um, not that we have ever taken it camping nope. to a Cub Scout event, because yeah. that is verboten. Yeah, we don't do that. Uh, but yeah. I did say when I was out there last time, I wanted to open a bar across the street from the Cub Scout camp called Off Property and just be like, the, you know what this is. It's kind of brilliant. Yeah. And just, just, you know, every so often. Just I mean, have, you'd really, really have to check ID. Yeah. You <laughs> really, really would. Well, and I, I did say, you know, there's a 10% discount if you show Cedarville ID and everybody was like, oh, that's brutal. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm Cedarville grad. I can say that joke. Like... <laughs> It's like, it's yeah, our word. We can I, use it. I don't know. Can I? I can. And I would. And I would put, I would, I would buy ad space in Cedars, their, their newspaper. I'm sure they wouldn't run it. I don't know. I think there's, I mean, there's some conflicts of interest, certainly. But yeah, it's like a bar and grill, man. Only I don't have a grill. Only All we have is grilled cheese sandwiches. It's just like 100% hungover food. Yep. I'm in. So, that's my million dollar idea. Somebody get on that. Because we don't have a million dollars. That's my problem. Yeah. So, speaking of million dollar ideas, man, this is going to be a fun movie tonight. Well, let's, yeah, you feel like oh, you're jumping the gun. I really want to get to this. <laughs> let's talk about our week. Oh, uh, yeah. So, how was your week? How was your week? Um, uh, my week was great. It is uh, teacher appreciation week at my kid's school. Yes, so, doing the jobs none of us want to do. Oh, truth, truth. Um, so I approached the head of the PTO, who I know, not like I'm a creeper and looked her up on Facebook. But um, I was like, hey, I can make a bunch of cold brew and I can, um, if you can figure out how to get it in. Because I, you know, I go to work, I don't have time to, to get there in the morning. And she was like, oh yeah, if you can drop it off at my house, we can totally figure this out. Mm-hmm. So last week I made literally six gallons of cold brew. Yep. Uh, I made four gallons of regular and two gallons of uh, decaf, and our fridge was just, like, all cold brew. Yeah, it was amazing. There was, like, no food in there. (laughs) It was just cold brew. It was, like, the ultimate, like, hipster girl fridge. Well, and people were like, "Uh, are you, like, low-key, like, making... (laughs) Is this, like, a thing you do? Is Is this, are you... Uh, yeah. Do you own a coffee shop? And I was like, no, I just really like cold brew, and I'm extra. Like, I'm real, real extra. Now, in our defense, we have, like, over the years kind of perfected a technique for making cold brew, and by we, I mean you mostly, that I yes. I understand how to come in and help 
right. occasionally. But you've got it down. Like, you use old milk jugs. Like, mm-hmm. well, actually, it's like old water jugs. Yeah, I go and buy, like, distilled water so that I have a jug to make it in. And then also to rinse it out and transport it in layer. And then you basically just make this, you know, bunch of coffee grounds, bunch of things. And then we filter it through pour-over coffee filters. Yeah, pour-over coffee filter on top of a sun tea, uh, like, beverage yep. dispenser yeah and so like it's actually it's a, it's a pretty slick process we can we can okay so setting it up you just add it up and that takes like 10 minutes per gallon tops oh yeah and then you put it in the fridge for a couple of hours or days overnight it's overnight overnight it's like 12 to 24 hours i thought it maybe takes an hour to filter just because you walk by and you like pour some in and then it fills up the little filter and it's going to percolate through and then you just walk by again and fill it up again and over yeah. the course of an hour you can usually get it done right i mean if you really babysit it you can do it faster but I, i'm always doing 14 things at once so, so. It's a great system, and um, we can just crank through that stuff. We have two of those pour-over filters now. That mm-hmm. Because the last time I was super extra, I was like, you know what would increase this process? Another pour-over filter like, set up, and they were like $10 on Amazon, and I was like, click. Click, yep, and so we got it. So she made a lot of cold brew. Let me see, what else did we do? True. I ran a 5K. Yeah, high fives. You I ended did up- not die. Yeah, you got in almost under 40 minutes. Almost under 40 minutes. It was like 40, 32 or something. But um, yeah, I've never run a 10-minute mile like in my whole life, like even at my prime. Right. When I was 11. Uh, so. So I'm not, I'm not surprised. Like this is fast for me. I'm a very, very slow person. I also don't like, I also don't like running. Yeah. Running so. sucks. <laughs> but, but I did it and I didn't die. And it felt good to be done. <laughs> that's that's usually my... It didn't feel good to do it. That's my impression of running is like, I hate running. It felt good to be done. But I like to have been running. So, But actually, I enjoy running. I zone out and just end up running two miles. And mm. I'm like, yeah, okay. All I think about while I'm running is how I want to stop running. And when can I stop running? Can I stop running at that next mile marker? I can. Yay. So, so that was that. We had some other stuff. We had some church stuff that we did. And that was yeah. cool. And... Some group stuff, and you know, and then like, but I feel like it was like an incredibly. We had friends over on Thursday. We did have friends over on Thursday. We made pork chops and um, bacon wrapped asparagus, and then they all brought sides, and so we had like six sides for our meal. It was amazing. Yeah, you guys should do that more often. We should have more potlucks. Yeah, pork chops and salad and asparagus and baked beans and macaroni salad. And, like, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it was super nice. I was nice. like, oh, look at all the sides. What did we do Friday? Mm, Friday. I think we didn't do anything. Yeah, I think Friday and Saturday we actually had nothing on the calendar and just, like, stayed home. Right, and caught up with all the laundry. All the laundry <laughs> from, and cleaning stuff. And, like, we finally got all the sleeping bags washed and put away, so that's good. Right. Like, a week later. Uh-huh. So that's a record. Um, so everything's down in the basement. That's good. Uh, da, da, da. I honestly don't oh. remember what I did on Friday. Friday night, yeah. I think we just we just chilled. I think. Yeah. And then we had Saturday. Like, at least two of my children stayed in pajamas all day. Yeah. Saturday, I got up and ran my five k, and then I got home, and everybody was like still in pajamas. I was and... like getting stuff done, but I was totally in pajamas. Oh yeah, but like everyone was in pajamas. And it was a beautiful day, and I was like, do you want to go outside? And everyone's like, no, I want to stay inside and play video games. Yep. And so, and then, and so that's what they did. 
And, you know, honestly, they needed some downtime, so... It had been a busy week. It's been a busy, like, month, and it's going to be a busy month. It's Maysember, guys. Yeah, it's the, like, oh my gosh, I've been to so many award ceremonies, and, like... Last, you know, like... Last week plays, and, like... Yeah, plays, and choir concerts, and, like... Just all that stuff. It all comes to a head, like, right now. And so much stuff is just wrapping up, and everybody's got their, like, final event, and... And I need $5 for this pizza party that I didn't tell you about. It's tomorrow. You know, Uh like... Yep. So, but we'll get through one. We have four days of school left. Yeah, our kids only have one more week of school, so it's going to go fast. It's going to be super fast, but it'll be fine. It'll be great. We will do this. Mm -hmm. We will survive. Yeah. We will survive. So how was your week? Was your week good? Yeah, my week was pretty good. I... Again, I I just, like, kind of held on and then got to Friday and then I got to Saturday and I was just like, oh, I have nothing on my calendar. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just hung out with the kids. Like, I got laundry done. I helped clean the kitchen. Um, just, you know, kind of cleaned up the house in general and played some board games and played some video games with the kids and just kind of had a down day. It was really super nice. Mm-hmm. I need those to recharge. Yeah, half of our kids need those to recharge. Yeah, Lisa doesn't understand nope. that. I take a shower, and I'm like, that's all the alone time I need for the day. I'm good. Yeah, whereas, like, I, yeah, nope. So, that was good. And then today, we had, you had a play date after church. Yeah, our youngest like, had super a, fun. a play date with a school friend who we had yeah. been trying to get together for months, but yep. it just didn't line up, and today, it finally... Uh, worked and we planned this day and both uh, the the mom and me were like, yeah, we've been using this uh, hanging over our heads to inspire to, some really good behavior. Yeah, to keep our kids on task. And so we might need to schedule this more often. Just like have it on the calendar and be like, hey, if you're, you bet you better shape up or, or you won't be able to go. You won't be able to go to play date. So that was fun. And while you were there, and you were there for legit well, five hours. Yeah, it was a long time. And I managed, like, we're sitting in our in our studio here, which is super clean right now. It is so clean. Like, it's our um, it's I, our bedroom, for the just, record. I was just, aghast at how clean So uh, I just kind of cleaned and organized and but, picked some stuff up. I mean, up. I feel like all the folded laundry that I'm supposed to put away helps with sound dampening, right? It's, like, for the podcast, guys. I don't know that that's accurate. Because, <laughs> like... We're sitting on a rug on carpet. I don't know that a basket full of laundry is really adding that much. Let me know if you can tell. If you can tell, our sound quality is better or worse because there's not a pile of laundry behind us. Mm-hmm. Like ideally, though, I think we would like some acoustic curtaining around here to block some of the. It's a whole thing. Maybe, maybe, or maybe just laundry. Like that's just what I, that's what I laundry. can do. Just piles and piles of hoarder just, laundry. I can just sleep in a nest of clean clothes. And you put them, just put like three <laughs> walls around the microphone so that there's no echoes. I think that would be easily doable. I, mm, yeah. So, anyway, but I got that clean. I got the our master bathroom cleaned really good. Yes. Oh my gosh. I hate lime scale. Oh, yes. So I uh, realized I was old when I. Really just now? No, I mean, I'm very old. But. I'm extra old because I really, really want one of those scrub brushes for my drill. Yeah. And I sent Adam uh, like I don't link claim, for it. I, I don't claim ownership of a lot of things in this house, but I'm going to say my drill in this case. Well, I mean, it's ours. It's, I mean, I've never used it. Right. <laughs> I don't know where it is. But I'm going to say that's not 
it's it, our drill would be okay. Your dr- my <laughs> drill would be okay. But I really don't think you get to say that it's your drill. Okay, well, but the anyway, drill we have. The drill that we own. One yes. of the three down in the basement. Right. Anyway, I sent him this uh, this link, and I was like, I really want this, and it makes me so, so old. And it's just like a scrub brush attachment for your drill. Mm-hmm. And I so really, I really your, want it. Take your drill, take your electric drill in the shower with you. This seems like a good idea. I mean, probably don't run the water. Probably not. <laughs> while you're doing it. But, uh, like, you know, get the walls wet and then, like, turn the water off. And, and then zhuzh it away. So hopefully, maybe, you know, in a few weeks we'll do an update and be like, so turns out we stripped these tiles off the wall. It turns out we're now starting a complete renovation of our bathroom because... Yeah, we drilled a hole through our walls yeah. with this power drill. Oops. So, oops. Now, but I think that'd Maybe be we'll fun. We will keep you posted. But uh, we so. got we got Quip toothbrushes. We did get Quip toothbrushes. Not a sponsor of our podcast, but yeah. if you would like to sponsor our podcast. We are giving you some free content right now. Yeah, they're adequate as toothbrushes. Yeah, they're fine. I would say. They they vibrate to let you know that you don't brush your teeth long enough. Nobody's brushing their teeth long enough. I'm sure like, of it. Okay, it's like. Brush in one quadrant for like 30 seconds, then it bu- then it like stops buzzing for just a second and tell you to switch. And I'm like brushing, I'm like, any minute now. Any minute now. Yeah, truly no one is brushing for two minutes. So that's yeah. what I learned this week. So apparently, so hopefully my dental hygiene improves. Although I have decent dental yeah, They always tell me I'm flossing my, enough, which I'm like, joke on you. My dentist is, yeah, usually pretty like... Pretty chill. You seem okay. Yeah. But we do that. So we got those yeah you know otherwise that was like the highlight highlight of our week i really want a scrubby brush for my drill i got a new toothbrush i'm so old yeah made a lot of cold brew coffee so much cold brew coffee like near industrial levels of cold brew Mm -hmm. yeah that pretty much defines the week ah so so now can we talk about the movie yes so uh the movie that our kids chose so first off Malachi wanted to rent this movie. He wanted to pay $4 for this movie. <laughs> and I was just like, really? I don't... This thing This thing has a 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. Well, and I was like, I know that Zeke has seen this movie on his tablet. There's no way. Like, there's got to be a way that it's free. Yeah. So we did some research, and it's on Hoopla. It's which on is Hoopla, like, which is a library uh, app. Yeah, it's like if your library subscribes to it, you can rent things like ebooks and m- music and movies. And movies. And they have a Roku app, which is awesome. So you mm-hmm. can put it up there. I, I will say, it doesn't seem like they have high quality rips, but also I don't know if this movie got a high quality rip at any point. Like, it may just be on VHS at this point. Right. But it's called Zoom. It's called Zoom. So, um,. Yeah, I so, don't know how you want to parse this. If you want to say, like, who was in this movie. So, 2006. It's 2006. This movie comes out. It stars the man of 2006, Tim, Tim Allen. Allen. Tim Allen. Who, like, I don't understand. His film trajectory? No, I mean, he made, like, all, like, so he was in that Home Improvement show for way too long. He was in that Home Improvement show for way too long. And then he parlayed that into, like, a contract with Disney, because that was... Oh, someone is knocking. We got a knocker. We got a pause. All right, pause. So we're back? Yes. So, okay. Crisis averted. 
someone just can't sleep, so just... It's not a big deal. Yeah, it's fine. So, this is... Okay, so this is Tim Allen. He sold his soul to Disney during the home improvement days, because I was... Did Disney even own home improvement at that time? All right, so this is going to put a little date on my life. Disney, ABC... Like, when did that happen? So there was the Disney MGM Studios. That's, like, their own little, like, theme park that they had. Where they had a working soundstage. Okay. Like, that they would film things on. And you could take a tour of the soundstage. And if they weren't filming on that stage, they would have the windows open. You could look down into it. I remember going through and the home improvement sets were all set up. Because one of the soundstages they used was for home improvement down in Florida. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was Disney, ABC, like, that whole, like... So they had already, like, merged at that point. Yeah, they had already merged, and so they had, um, well, if, even if they hadn't merged, they had functionally merged, uh, even though they weren't financially the same thing, but, like, so, so that was part of that, and then he came out of that and had a movie career of, like, all of these... Mostly, like, kid-friendly, family-friendly movies. Yeah, and, like, good on him, like, he, I mean... Probably one of the best turnarounds for a, for a former Coke dealer ever. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew. He was famous. He, Tim Allen was... Or, he was arrested mm-hmm. and convicted and served time for, like, drug trafficking. <laughs> like... At what point? When was this? Was this after? Oh, way back in the day. Okay. Like, way back in the day. He had a whole redemption story. He came back from that and became an actor. Like, it's a weird trajectory... But like, yeah. good on him. He's from all from all accounts. He's clean he and okay. he's doing really well. And like, you know, hey, I good. mean, he's making really shitty movies. Really, really shitty movies, you guys. So, in this is two thousand six. He he made two other movies this in two thousand six. He was trying his hardest. So he was in the Santa Claus three, the Escape Clause. Ugh. Yeah, like we Santa have not Claus. Seen this movie, but I'm sure it's coming. Well, Santa Claus is not great. No. And then Santa Claus Two. I don't even know if I've the seen Mrs. Santa Claus. Claus. Uh huh. And then Santa Claus Three: The Escape Clause. <laughs> like that, I can't imagine they improved significantly between iterations. So hold on, we'll get there. Uh, and he also was in The Shaggy Dog, which I don't recall at all. Like, no. I don't okay. Know. So. So remember, like, there were these old, like, Disney movies back in the day, like, um, The Nutty Professor, Dr. Doolittle, um, uh, The Shaggy Dog was in that set. Oh, like the Flubber movies. Yeah. But, like, the 60s Flubber Yeah, movies. like the original old school ones. Like, they're, like, I think the, I've seen... the Absent-Minded Professor. Okay, yeah, maybe I saw that, like, on the Disney Channel when I was, like, Yeah, eight. sure. I mean, they were in high syndication. They were, yeah. they were fine. Okay. You know, and they had... You know, well, they decided to like remake those in oh, the like, 2000s. Just like they remade Flubber with like Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah. And also Dr. Doolittle with, I think, Eddie Murphy. Just Eddie Murphy's and all the things. Why didn't they remake this with Eddie Murphy? <laughs> I don't know. Cause was he busy? <laughs> he was busy making two other movies. So, yeah, but they cranked out the, the Shaggy Dog with him. And it's. I haven't seen it. It's. I'm sure I haven't seen his version. The original version was not stellar. I can't no, imagine. I, none of none of these movies were stellar. No, but they were kids' films, and they were just knocked out to like. They were cheap. They were like Wonderful World of Disney fodder, like yes. back in the day, and so yes. and that's great. You know those Sunday night movies. Not all of them were going to be the recent animated classics. So some uh-huh. they needed some fillers, and here they were, and so they would 
get like Jerry Lewis to come out and do like the like a nutty professor kind of thing. Like the scientist screws up and then it all goes silly mm-hmm. and hijinks ensue. And yeah, it's all the same movie basically. Yeah. I think the only Tim Allen movie that I enjoyed is Galaxy Quest. Oh, that's fantastic. Like that movie is way better than it should be. It really is. Well, also, um, famously, you've got uh, Alan, Alan Rickman. Rickman. Yeah. Who's... Sigourney Reaver, uh, Monk, whatever yeah. his name is. <laughs> Shaloub. Uh, Tony Shaloub. Like, no, like everybody in that movie is great, and then you're like, why are all these great people in oh, this terrible Justin movie? Justin Hammer is in it. What's his name? And head? then you're like, or no, uh, Justin Long. Sorry, Justin Hammer. That's Justin it. Long is in that movie. Justin Long's in this movie. Like, it's just all these amazing, yeah, people. Like some of them, like right when their careers were peaking, because like arguably that's when Tim Allen's career was like peaking. Mm-hmm. Not that that was high, but like it was definitely a spike. In, in what is otherwise a, a lo- long line of, like... Crappy kids movies. Crappy kids movies. And, like, Sigourney Weaver is amazing and a national tre- treasure and can act her way out of any catastrophe. And why she chose to act her way out of this paper bag, we'll never know. But she did. But she did. And, like, yeah, everybody yeah. just brought so like, it. I'm here for Galaxy Quest, but, but I cannot think of a single other oh, Tim the, Allen movie that I enjoyed. What was the one where he was, like, an old guy on a motorcycle... Like it Ghost Rider? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have been better than Nick Cage, but yeah. I mean, maybe. Well, wouldn't have been better than Nick Cage. Who knows? But anyway, so this movie is uh, Zoom. This movie is Zoom. And First off, this is 2006. 2006. Uh, three years before Iron Man, this is a superhero story. So like... Oh, man. Yeah, okay. So when you put it in that context, because it is a superhero story, and it's a comic... It frames itself as a comic book movie, mm-hmm. um, even though this, they're making it's all of this up. It's a made-up comic book movie, yeah, because they don't want to pay royalties. Right. I so, wonder if it was before Disney owned Marvel. Oh, yeah, way before. When did Disney own Marvel? I don't know. When did they start acquiring... Because they acquired it in pieces. Um, well, they acquired, no, they, they pretty much acquired, they acquired like distribution rights and stuff like that. They were making some of the movies mm-hmm. as part of the MCU. And then they were like, you know what's better than just distributing someone else's movies? Distributing your own movies. And then you get all the money and then things happen. But yeah, it was somewhere, I think either the first Avengers or the second Avengers for sure was under Disney, but I don't know, know exactly the moment that it flipped over. And then, like, they bought Star Wars around this right, time. Right, they just buy... I know they're buying things. And then now, now they own, like, 20th Century Fox. They be shopping. Yeah, they... Well, they are writing their own checks right now. Like, they, probably this weekend, it the the Avengers Endgame is going to become the highest grossing movie of all time probably. after four weeks in this theater. Which, which I feel like, you know... Which, like, Avatar was the old one, and it took, like, six months to get there. Why was it in the theater for so long? Who was seeing Avatar six months after it came out? I feel like everybody who'd want to see it would have seen it. Agreed. I don't know. It was a different time. (laughs) 3D movies were cool. 2003 or whenever it was. Well, it was one of those first of the, like, next crop of 3D movies. Mm -hmm. So I think it was special, but still... But anyway, so, so 2000, the movie we're talking about, two thousand six, it's Zoom. Zoom. Um, the opening credits set up that there was like this initiative 
to find superheroes. Right. Because, you know, like, people are born with super abilities all the time. Yeah. And we just have to find them. And also, like, inject them with gamma radiation. And then they'll always, like, fight for us and justice. Yeah. So it turns out shooting someone full of gamma radiation can also turn them evil, which happens to one of the members of Tim Allen's team, who is also Tim Allen's brother. Right. And, and he goes crazy and he kills everybody. Except for, for Tim Allen. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how. So, also I'm going to point out, we keep calling Tim Allen and Tim Allen's character. and Tim. I don't remember Tim Allen's character's Jack. Act, Jack. His name is Jack. That's right. His name is actually Jack. I was like, I don't actually remember who it is because he was just Tim Allen. He's just Tim Allen in this movie. He's grumpy. He owns a... Like, we pick up in the movie. He's retired. He's gone to the wind. He's hiding out. He owns a car repair shop because, of course, Tim Allen would own a car repair shop. Why not? He has tattoos. He, he has, has, like, a naked lady tattoo. Yeah. Well, it just, like, barely peeks out the bottom of his sleeve the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. just just enough to be, like, there's a pin-up tattoo under there somewhere. And it's, you know, he's definitely, he's done with this. And they detect... They detect that his brother is coming back. Like, he wasn't killed. He was just, like, yeah, knocked into an like, alternate dimension. Yeah, he was, stuck in an alternate dimension where he didn't age. And so the scientist and the general in charge have to are like, we need to get Zoom back and get him to fix this. But the scientist is none other than... Uh, Chevy Chase. Yes, Chevy <laughs> Chase himself. He's in here. Chevy Chase is in this movie. And also Courtney Cox. Yeah, Courtney Cox is one of the other scientists. And the general is Rip Torn. Who, who I don't know. Yeah, so Rip Torn is, you. it's one of those things, if you pull up his IMDb page, it's like 27 pages long. Right. It is, is it ridiculous. anything I would have seen? Um, hold on, let me just pull that up here. Let me literally pull up. Because I, I was on a different IMDb page, because we're going we're gonna to get into some of the other stuff about this. So Rip Torn, who's still alive, by the way. Uh, I think that's great. Good. I'm glad. I don't he's generally a, wish death on people. He's been an actor in 191 different things. This seems like a lot. But he's been a, in a lot. Is he like a main person in a lot? Or maybe he just no, is like he's, a character actor he's here almost, and there. He's almost always... Just like an angry man who yells. Yep, he was in yelling angry Zoom, Marie Antoinette, 40 Shades of Blue, Eulogy. He was in Eulogy. I think I saw Eulogy. Uh, Dodgeball. I have seen Dodgeball. He was Patches O'Hulahan in Dodgeball. The, the main, like, grumpy old guy, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. I guess so. Yeah, that was him. Uh, welcome to the new sport. Don't know that one. Uh, a couple episodes of Will and Grace. Never saw Will and Grace. The Men in Black movies. Uh, he was in Freddy Got Fingered. Nope. You never saw Good nope. for You. Um, <laughs> uh, Balloon Farm? So he's in a bunch of movies that I've never seen. And most Larry of Sanders show. He was in never. 89 episodes of the Larry Sanders show. That's a lot of episodes. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a single episode of the Larry Sanders show, but... He was the voice of Zeus in Hercules. Oh, that's where I know him from. <laughs> of course. Like, he's down Periscope. He was in Dive. Like, he's... Like, he legit has credits going back to... Uh, let me see. His first credit here, oh my gosh, is in 1956 mm. uh, in a movie called Baby Doll. Mm. Oh my gosh. This is a weird connection. Yes. He was in 1957, he was in an episode of the Kaiser Aluminum Hour. Okay. So, do you know why that's a weird connection? No. So, um, 
little family detail here, my grandfather used to work for Kaiser Aluminum. Oh. Back in. Um, so they had a family hour of programming. Apparently they did. Was it just about how great aluminum was? I mean, and how they promise you won't go blind if you work in the factory. They double promise. Um, that did not work for my grandfather, <laughs> just so we know that. But it was, it was, yeah. Anyway, so Grip Torrin's been That's, around the block. I mean, I understand that. And He's he been a still, working actor for 63 years. Right, still getting God a paycheck. bless him. Like, yeah. But anyway, but yeah, there's all kinds of crazy people that show up in this movie, just like in the opening, like, Two minutes. You've got yeah. You've got Rip Torn, Chevy Chase, Tim Allen, and Courtney Cox slash Courtney Cox Arquette. Maybe at this time, I, I don't think know. She probably was Courtney Cox at this time. I don't know. I don't remember when she broke up with or hooked up with. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, but it's all like these are like legit people who probably cost money in two thousand six. Maybe not Chevy Chase, but uh, yeah. I mean, I mean he. You can pay him in lots of different things. He's very flexible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like paying him and for like never mentioning Fletch too on. <laughs> like. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do want to see Spice Like Us now. But anyway. That's a great film. Okay. Anyway. But he. Yeah. So he's. They have to bring him in so he can fight his brother. And, but they don't tell him yeah. they're bringing him in to fight his brother. He like somehow gets arrested. Yeah, they arrest him and like haul him in. What did they arrest against him for? his will? They just shoot him in the chest with a dart and they're like, "We are coming with us." And they just bring him in. And he wakes up and they're like, "Yeah, turns out we needed your help, so you can either come here with us or you can go to jail." And he's like, "How long do I have to spend in jail?" Like, right. or we can spend you, pay you five hundred thousand dollars. He's like. Well, you just should have led with that. Right. I guess, I he's mean... like, I do like money. Like, so he's totally financially obligated. And they're like, okay, so we're putting together a new team. Yeah, a new a new team was like the... I don't remember. what that, Like a... Yeah. Start with a Z. Yeah. It was like a comic book sounding name. Yeah. Something team. It's... Yeah, it's a whole thing. But he's... They're putting together this whole team. And so the team... Is also somewhat impressive in who they get for this, because um, they get uh, they get Spencer Breslin. Uh, yeah. What what else was he in? I don't know. Okay, so he's been in like the Cat in the Hat, the Kid. Uh, that was one with um, oh, what's his name from Robin Hood? Um, anyway, he's been in a couple of the Santa Claus movies. Okay. Like. He's in, like, a bunch of not great <laughs> things. He he shows up in places. He's fine. He, he he was in the Shaggy Dog as well. Really? Yeah. So interesting. He in Santa Claus 3? Like, wait, wait, is he just... Does he have someone of blood debt to... Yeah, to Tim Allen. Tim Allen? That would be amazing. I'm sure you just can Google that. <laughs> does Spencer Breslin have a... Have a blood debt to Tim Allen. So, um... <laughs> Also, like, Kate Mara is Yeah, so she's the one that I Mara? recognize. Kate Mara, Mara? I okay. think it's Mara. True story, she's super young in this. I and mean, I, she looks young always. I don't I know how old she is in real thought life. She was like, I thought she was like a young Anna Kendrick for a minute. Uh-huh. Because I kind of got the two of them confused a little. Yes, I could see that. And and But no, it's Kate Mara, she's it's cool. It's Kate Mara, yeah. Like, she's 
she did some stuff. Like she got mm-hmm. some jobs after this somehow, and it's impressive. Good for her. And um, like this was, I, this was again 2006. I think that's the same year that she was in House of Cards. No. Isn't it? When was she in House of Cards? I think it was later. Was House of Cards later? Yeah. Oh, no, that was 2013. Later. That was like seven yeah. years later. Yeah. Never mind. Sorry. But, yeah, she's, like, but she somehow pulled out of this and came okay. Mm-hmm. Might have those those checks cleared. They cleared. You know, it's cool. She's fine. By the way, here's a, here's a weird thing. So, Kate's got a sister. Kate Mara has a sister. Who goes by Rooney. Mm-hmm. And she's in a lot of other things. She's an actress as well. But actually... They're the same person? No. Oh, okay. Um, Kate's name is Kate Rooney Mara. Mm-hmm. And her sister's name is Patricia Rooney Mara. Okay. So, piece of trivia, the Rooneys are a super rich family that founded a little thing called... The Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. And the Maras are a super rich family that founded a little thing called the New York Giants. Interesting. And somehow their scions got together and created two actresses that are doing... That are doing things. Doing things. It's like, welcome to America. It's amazing <laughs> over here, folks. You never know what you're going to well, find. Good for them. Yeah, I guess. So good for them. But anyway, so there's your trivia for today. Yeah. But so she's... She's in this. She's a girl that has, like, telekinesis and yeah, also so can, like, kind of sort of read minds, but not very yeah, well. Yeah, so we haven't gone through, like, all the... So what they're going to do is they're going to make a new superhero initiative. And, of course, they're going to start with children because we don't know why. I don't know why they have to start with children. Because apparently they have very loose ethics controls on this thing. Right, right. Because, like, if I was making a science programming thing where I was like, we're going to find people with superhuman abilities and we're going to make them fight evil, I'd be like, first qualification, you have to be over 18. Yeah. Like, if you're not allowed to sign up for the army, you should not be in, like, secret ops. There's kind of, like, a running gag, have, like, not a gag, but, like, a kind of sad moment that all of these kids' parents dropped them off Mm -hmm. because none of them can, like, technically drive. And you're like, that is... That's pretty dark. That is, yeah, it's messed up. That is messed up. Like, oh yeah, I just dropped my kid off at this like secret army base to mm-hmm. maybe they're just for like research. this was like yeah, I mean like it's not summer camp here, right? It's just there's a lot of trust. There's this. I think this was before we knew the government was spying on all of us. Mm-hmm. But still, <laughs> a lot of trust. But so we get um, so we start getting the team together. So Spencer Breslin. Who is this, like, precocious oh. fat kid? Yeah, like, and the fat jokes in this movie are, are like... not sensitive. No. Also, they're not funny. No. Like, yeah. They're just in so bad taste and bad time. Superpower is he can just, like, in big in parts of his body. Yeah. All at once. Like, he... He doesn't really have control of it at the beginning. It's kind of a reactionary, like, self-defense thing. Right. Like a puffer fish. Mm-hmm. But, like... That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, so he can embiggen part of his body. And I think he's in a fat suit for most of this he movie. He is. He is in a fat suit for this movie. Which is also not okay. No. Like, no. 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 So there's him. Uh, there's this kid named Dylan. Yeah, and Dylan's superpowers. He can go invisible. Uh, I thought he was... Oh my gosh, What? why can't I remember? He was it? in the OC. 
He wasn't the OC. Like for I feel like he's the poor man's Heath Ledger. Like they wanted to get Heath Ledger Maybe. for this piece. He had long hair in this movie. Like long blondish curl, like wavy hair, and he's always like kind of smiling, smarmy. He reminds me of Heath Ledger from like Ten Things I Hate About You. But like a good five years after that was made. Like mm-hmm. whoever was in charge of this movie was just like, I I know the youths. This is what they like, and we'll put it in there. They like Heath Ledger, so let's do that. And they got this guy, but they couldn't afford the Heath Ledger, so... He was also in Smallville. Oh, well, that's a great thing. Nothing. You love, you love I'll Smallville. I'll love me some Smallville. <laughs> I got a secret... secret. It's one of my secret pleasures. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's awesome. They should have... Yeah. Yeah. Tom Welling should be Superman in the next movie. Put it down. He's he's great. For all you executives listening. Yes. Um, they also get, uh, so they got Fatsu Girl, or Fatsu Boy. They got um, this guy, Heath Ledger wannabe, who can go, disapp- he can can go disappear. disappear. Yeah. And, and then, also apparently has like psychic visions. Yeah, but he doesn't know he has psychic visions until later. Yeah, that kind of like develops as they needed it for the plot. Like right. I think it's, they it's wrote very, themselves into a corner. It's a very plot to us, a plot convenient. It almost feels like there was like a fifth person in this team, and then like they just read the script and were like I'm out and then they just had to like rewrite the characters yeah they just had to like reincorporate those extra like that extra power into him in the, the, in in the second people. act and like yeah that's fine um so Kate Mara can move things with her brain and then there's like this little precocious like six-year-old girl right and she's just super strong that's her only power she's freakishly strong which is a good power to have. Yeah. Like, you want someone in your team, but it would be really nice if they weren't a six-year-old girl. Right, and she also might have anger issues. Like, she is always beating people up for being mean. But, like, she's ridiculously strong. Like, she could throw like a she is bringing 20-ton a... weight just, like, across the room. Like, it's nothing. Yeah, she is bringing the gun to a knife fight every time. Right. And just destroying, like... She throws, like, this bully into a tree, and it's like, um, that's not okay. Right. Like, like, that could have been fatal very easily. 100%. But instead, he's, like, hanging by his ankle, which is probably broken now. Right. And everyone's like, ha ha, she's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's not cute. That's frightening. Right. Don't, right. let's not. You gotta learn to control that. Let's not do that. So, so, like, they bring this team together, and they're, like, training them. Yeah, except, uh, Tim Allen... Do we, is that all of the team? There's the little girl. There's the little girl, there's, there's disappearing guy, there's Cape Mara, and there's fat guy. Yeah, I guess so. There's the four. Yeah, so the four children yeah. on the team. Um, and he's supposed to be training them, but he's just real grumpy and like an asshole yeah. to them the whole time. And uh, anytime they get better, it's just because like, they're angry at him and they want to prove him wrong. And at first you're like, well, maybe that's his thing. And you're like, no, it turns out he's just an asshole and he doesn't care. Yeah, like his character is completely unlovable in this thing. And like, sure, maybe he has some trauma, but they never really address the trauma. They're just like, he's just an ass. And you're like, okay. But, you know, and like the whole like training session montage is Mm -hmm. so super forgettable. Like Uh, I, I was in the room for it. Yeah, I watched this whole movie. I was and there? Yeah, so they, part of their training montage is there's this room that spins. Yes. And shoots paintballs. Yeah. And all they have to do is stop the simulation by pushing this button in the middle. But the room is spinning and the paintballs are getting shot at them and it's really hard. 
to do. Right. Which, sure. Whatever. Yeah. And, like, part of the training is the strong girl has to throw weights. Right. And she has to like, get... Like, she has to lawn dart these, like, half-ton weights. Right. And she has to get it in the middle of, like, you know, to control their powers and... Invisible boy is trying to make other things go invisible instead like of himself. Like, things he's holding. Things he's holding. This is a power that never comes up as a useful thing. In, no, in any of the battles. In, in the in the battles that are pursuing. I don't think so. Yeah. And then uh, Kate Mara's character is trying to like control her stuff and get more fine-tuned control on her like telekinesis. Mm-hmm. And like, move heavier things. Move and heavier things, things and, and smaller things and do things like multiple things at the same time. Mm-hmm. One time she like does a like, little happy face out of M&M's and it's all cool and product placement. And yeah, it was very product placey. Yeah, it was super, super much. And then the the fat kid is just learning how to control his expansions. Right. Which I feel is, you know, totally a puberty reference, maybe. I don't know, but... Awkward. Yuck. Yeah. But anyway, but like the whole training montage is completely forgettable. Except there is so much Smash Mouth. Oh, yes. In this soundtrack. Oh, oh, let me bring this up. So Smash Mouth is responsible for like half of the soundtrack. And again, this is 2006. I remember Smash Mouth being on the downward slope around 2001. Yeah. And it was not great. I They did a lot of Smash Mouth on this. There's a there's a Smash Mouth version of Under Pressure by David Bowie really? and they Queen. Did, I was, when, they, when that came on, I was like, huh, they sprung for Under Pressure. And then I was like, no. There's something off this, about yeah, this. Yeah, this is not quite right. And then when the Bowie part kicks in, you're like, that is most certainly not Bowie. And then when the like Freddie Mercury part pipes in, you're like, no. No, nope, nope, none of these people. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Like, is somebody doing a bad Freddie Mercury, or so bad, a bad Bowie impressions? Who would choose Smash Mouth to cover that song? I don't know. Like, whatever like again, whatever executive was making this movie loved Smash Mouth. Was on a five year delay. I think there was like a five year tape delay. And yeah. like they were like So this so this movie, I was like, this movie is like a time capsule. Like But it's like a time sound, capsule capsule of two thousand one that was produced in two thousand six. Right. It's it's like the Big Lebowski. <laughs> Only it's awful. <laughs> um it does include some other ones. It has punk rock one oh one from Bo- bowling for, for soup, soup, which again was a two thousand and one song. Uh, it wasn't a 2001 song? It was. Okay. Uh, the World is New by Save Ferris. That's from like 96. Yeah, that's a bit ago. Save um, Ferris is a bit ago. They do have some Jimmy Eat World. Uh, the in the Middle by Jimmy Eat World, 2001. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so on the nose. Like, uh, A Hero by Enrique. I, I do think they Googled songs with hero in it, and they just used all of those. There's the Superman song from Five for Fighting. Right, there's the I Can Be Your Hero Baby. Yeah, that's the Enrique Iglesias song. There's the, like, yeah, I just, I do think they Googled songs with hero I don't, <laughs> in the title. <laughs> it's on by Super Chick. Yeah. Remember Super Chick? No. Me, I mean, they were out there. Um, <laughs> You're like, me neither. If she knew what she wants. Oh, the bangles. By the bangles, which is, that's a deep cut from the bangles. Yeah. But like, again, it's just, I mean. I like the bangles. Though. I I'm like here the for the bangles. I'm here anytime they get a I mean, like, save, save Ferris, I'm in for. Like, yeah. Jimmy World, I have nothing against them. Smash Mouth, I mean, they know what they're doing. They, right. They're... Okay, and, like, I, 
If this movie was made in 2001... These would all be great gets. These would all be good choices. Edgy and fun and, like, hippie. Even 2002, 2003. Yeah. But this movie was made in 2006. All of these bands were kind of, like, on their way out. And I feel like somebody just came in and was like, Hey, I'll license that song for you. And they were like, deal. Or maybe this was tied up in production for so long and so much, like, negotiating that they had already, like, negotiated all these songs. I feel like that could have been also it. And then, like, it took six years to argue about or whatever. But... And then by the time they're like, well, we already, like, got all this song, like... Yep. Rights. Let's just go ahead and use them. (laughs) But, yeah. And it just... Well, and also, it's possible that, like, these are somehow tied up with Disney and ABC. Maybe Disney owns Smash Mouth. Well, that would be weird. That's why it's so terrible. They did so much in Shrek, which is not a Disney film. Like, I don't know... Maybe that's why they bought them, because they were like, we can't have Smash Mouth making all these... They're too powerful of weapon. We must own them. Right. Um, I feel like like that's pretty much their strategy. But they... uh, So, anyway... So, like, the soundtrack is super weird. But St. Ferris is playing when they take the joyride... Oh, yeah. Okay, so they're in Area 52. Yeah, next door. Which is next door to Area 51, because that's how it works. Right. It's all just... They're numbered sequentially by numbered geography. sequentially. It's no big deal. Um, so, but Area 51 and 52 are, like, they connect. Somehow. You can, like, go through a hallway to get to... Don't ask. Uh, you do. You go through, like, a... I know, but it's just so ridiculous. Like, it makes no sense, but, right. like... so, um, there's this... UFO. UFO that they that the old uh, that the old team put together. Yeah. So or the like, scientists put together. Somebody put it, it back like together. Like it crashed in the forties, and they're like, "How old are you?" It's like, "Hey, I wasn't here." Like Tim Allen's like, "This wasn't this like this was me. here other, when I got other here." Other people put this together. Yeah. So it's been there for a while. But they could never figure out how it like worked really well, so it only went like twenty miles an hour. Yeah, and so they take it out for a joyride at 20 miles an hour across the They go the to view. Wendy's. They go to Wendy's. Again, very product placey. Yeah. And, like, it's just, it's awful. It's a cringy scene. Yeah. Yeah, they go to Wendy's. And take of it course, through the drive-thru. And, of course, like, they order a bunch of stuff, and then the fat kid's like, what is everybody else going to eat? And I was like, ugh. And, uh... Mm. Yep. Yeah, they go through the drive-thru and... But that's like the moment, like, the team kind of starts to come together. Yeah, the team starts to gel. It's the hijinks ensue moment, like, where, you know, everybody gets kind of in trouble together. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's the bonding moment the team needed. Yeah. And, like, Tim Allen was kind of at the head of that, so maybe he's not such a jerk. But it turns out he was just trying to, like, put his thumb in the eye of the the scientist and the general that are in charge of things. I don't know. And then, like... So, they get back, and yeah. the uh, and they have guy like, who goes invisible keeps escaping. Yeah. Because like, it's like, uh, what I do is I go invisible, and then I'm like, deuces. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go out for a burger or something. Right, right. And they're like, this is like the seventh time he escaped. We like, have a code Dylan at one point. Like, they just call it his name. Right. Um, and they put him in, like, solitary. It's this, like, knit tube sock. Yeah. Like a giant knit tube sock made of science that keeps super people in. <laughs> makes no sense. But And they do try to explain it, but it makes no sense. Yeah. Um and so like slowly over the team getting to know uh Zoom the Zoom guy. 
uh, Tim Allen. Yeah. They find out that, like, he had a brother. They realize. And the brother was part of the team. Because there have been, like, comic books about all this, and they all just thought those were comic books. And they're like, oh, that's real. Yeah. Um, But also, like, they didn't read any of the comic books. Like, the only person who read the comic books is Courtney Cox. Right. and she was She's like, like a super fan. Yeah, she was like all excited about it. And she was like, here kids. She was like, the Agent Coulson before Agent Coulson was Agent Coulson. She was the Agent Coulson. She was the basis for Agent Coulson, 100%. Uh-huh. They both have brown hair. And they're both fanboys of a comic book character. Right. Slash. Right. Yeah. So she uh, she's trying to teach them. And like they all figure it out. And they're like, oh, he's got a lot of tragic backstory. We need to be. Right. Sensitive or whatever. I don't know. But, and so they figure out that, like, I don't know. They, like, so then... There's the dance. Yeah, okay, so... Which makes no sense. They have... They're doing training. Right. And they finally they figured finally out... the button thing. They finally figured out the button, and they aren't covered in paintball, like, bruises. Which, by the way, paintball fucking hurts. Yes. <laughs> it hurts so much. I went paintballing exactly one time. Uh, I was Got- young. Shot exactly one time. No, I got shot a bunch of times. But, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe twice. But then I was like, I'm out. This is bullshit. Like, no one is paying me to do this. You, like, bruise like nobody's business. Oh, I have so many bruises. That just show up. And they stay for a long time. Yeah. Like, gotta be. Yeah, no, I was black and blue. Like, literally black and blue. Like, I can take a paintball to the, to the Tukus and not. Nope. Show it at all? But... Nope. It'll like radiate out from me like a volcano, and my whole leg will be like purple. But anyway, but apparently these guys don't have quite that problem because you see we don't them, see any of their like... bodies. But fair. So they're all in like flight suits all the time, That's true. except for the little girl who's like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna be a princess," and everything she wears is like pink and flirly. One time she dressed up like a poodle, like a hero poodle. She had like. Yeah, pink tights and then like pink furry underwear and then like a pink midsection and then like pink furry like uh, Just crop crop thing. shirt yeah and a tail and he was like what are you like a pink hero poodle and she like turns around and shakes her little tail she's like I'm a hero I need a costume <laughs> like she's really like she's kind of awesome in her way yeah she's great she's just not letting the world take take her and tell her what to do but, yeah, so, like, there's a dance, and, like, so the disappearing so, guy and the and Kate Mara are, like... Oh, they like, have a crush on each other. They have a crush on each other, and they're totally just trying to hook up. Yes. Which is... Also, the sleeping arrangements in this compound is, like, they all are in the same, like, area. Like, yeah. The, like, there's one central hallway, and then they have teeny tiny little... Like, bunk rooms. Like, bunk rooms with, like, slidey doors. And I was like, oh, this... This would not work. <laughs> like, no. Like, this, you know, I've been on way too many, uh, like, like yeah. youth group overnight yeah. things as also, a kid like, and theater. Glass. Yeah. Like, the slidey door part is glass. Like, maybe the walls between are solid, but, like... I don't know. It's not just, cool. There's, no. like, no privacy. Like... Yeah, like, I don't know who designed this place, but, like... Right, right. I was like, oh, yeah, this is... Um, mm, Kate Mara nope. would be pregnant so fast. Uh-huh. So, but... But somehow they make it not awkward. I don't think they're there long enough for that to be a thing. Like, I, I think like it's like maybe two weeks Maybe, tops. maybe. But still. But still. There's no, like, guard sitting there, like, guarding all these magical children. Like, I don't... One of them can literally disappear and, like, reappear randomly in other places. So even if there was a guard... Right. He's, he's got Just a plan. Just that one, for sure. Yeah, he's got a plan. Mm-hmm. 
But like, it's okay, just... yeah. So like, the that invisible guy uh, starts hitting on Kate Mara like instantly. And she like, shuts him down. And she and she does like he like you know invisifies and come up to her and she's like you gotta stop doing that it's creepy, and uh, <laughs> yeah. he's like but you can read minds like what choice do I have? She's like I can't read minds like I can just sense that you're there right. So this disappearing thing doesn't work right. She's like I can just like feel things, or whatever. Um, yeah. And yeah, they're they're like not even low key about it, right. and. Yeah, so they so they beat the paintball challenge thing. challenge thing, and there's a big dance right that the that Zoom Jack Tim Allen throws for them because like yeah they did good and they need to celebrate and also like he realizes that all these kids are gonna like miss their childhoods like they're never gonna go yeah. to prom they're never gonna like yeah because like that was his experience. Mm-hmm. And so he's doing this for him to try to give him some hope. And then, like, Rip Torn shows up and is like, what? Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Somewhere in there, the kids, uh, before this happens, the kids escape and when they're, like, using their powers. And Chevy Chase is stuck in the outdoor simulation room. Oh, yeah. And it's just, like, this slapstick. It's very slapstick. Unnecessary ten yeah. minutes of the movie. Right. But um, where Chevy Chase gets attacked by, like, a, t- a skunk and a tornado. And the skunk is, like... The worst part of it. And I was like, clearly none of these people have lived through a tornado. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just windy. Yeah. I was like, that's not a tornado. So, um, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's weird. But then, yeah, then they have the dance and Riptorn shows up and like, ah, we're going to like irradiate these kids with gamma radiation because we need them to be super strong because like we need them. Fast. We need them to be super strong fast. Because this bad guy's coming like tomorrow. Right. Which oh, he never tells anybody. Right. So Courtney Cox... Is like, hey, I figured out a way that we don't have to irradiate these kids. Like, gamma radiation is really dangerous, and like all this other stuff can Which, happen. You know, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, you know, we we can do it naturally. We can just focus on the abilities they already have, and you know, we don't need to, whatever. Yeah, but we don't need to juice them. He's like, nah. but, but Rip Torn is like, I don't have time for that bullshit. Like, yeah. So, he's going to radiate the kids. Mm-hmm. And Jack, Tim Allen, is like, you can't do that. Like, that's going to fuck them all up. And that's what happened to my brother, and that's why he went crazy and tried to kill everybody. Like, did <laughs> we succeeded. learn nothing? Like, yeah. Um, so, they so- shoved Tim Allen in the tube sock jail. Right, they shoved Tim Allen in the tube sock jail. And they're taking In the, the meantime, he, like, takes all the kids to somewhere. And he's like, you have to go, like, we have to get out of here. Oh, yeah. He, like, takes him behind the scenes. There's, like, a hidden passageway that he knows how to sneak out of. Right. And he and tr- like, he tries to get them all, like... Out. Out. But I don't know how they... That's get... when they they get captured somehow. And... All of them get captured? Or yeah. Just... It... I know he gets captured. Well, they, they all... The kids get captured, and he gets captured. But they're going to take the kids to the irradiation room. Mm-hmm. And they're going to... They throw... Tim Allen in the tube sock jail. Okay. And while they're taking them, and Courtney Cox is walking with them to the tubes to get irradiated. Right. She's like, I'm so sorry about this. I can't. I wish I could do something. You know? Yeah. And and she's, she's like, wait, I can do something. And she turns around and literally rainbow glitter sparkle breath shoots out of her face. She like, yeah, she's like... And it, like, blows over... Like, the guards? The guards. Yeah. 
And then the other the other kids like fight real quick and subdue the other guards. Right. And then she's, they're like, oh, you have superpowers too. She's like, yeah, I probably should have said something. And like, you, what? Yeah. Also, what kind of superpower is, is Rainbow, Rainbow Sparkle breath? breath? I don't like, know. Does, is it wind? Is it like a radiation? Does it like, is it like a pulse? How does it work? Yeah, I don't know. I like, I'm not even like, I'm not even asking like, how did the power work? But like, just like physically, how does it move? I don't know. It seems like she can just blow really hard. She can just blow really hard. With infinite lung capacity. She just can blow. Yeah. That's her, that's her gift. Um, so they go and rescue Jack. Right, right. Oh, and, and the, the invisible boy uses his mind sense, which he only recently discovered like two scenes ago. Yeah. Um, and figures out that like the reason they're forming this new initiative is because they have to fight Jack's younger brother, older brother, whatever, Jack's brother. Yeah. uh, He was his older brother, but he's been stuck in a time warp for... 20 years, so right. now he's his younger brother. Right. I don't know. Time travel's hard, y'all. And they have to reverse the, the vortex. vortex. Science? Right. Magic? Yeah, because they, like, Thing? irradiated him using, Into like, another dimension? Right. They irradiated him into another dimension, I think, after oh. he killed everybody. Like, after he wiped out the team. Mm-hmm. But, um, they realized they, like, when they irradiated him, they'd, like... I don't know, did it with the wrong chirality? <laughs> like, none of this makes sense. And they have to reverse the vortex, so, and then he'll be good. Like, and they literally draw a vortex like a, like a tornado, and it's, like, good at the top, or evil at the top, and good at the bottom with, like, arrows. <laughs> Arrow going up. The whole planet. Arrow going down. Got arrows on a flowchart. <laughs> so... So Tim Allen springs the kids, the kids spring Tim Allen, whatever. Yeah. And then they get in the the, the flying saucer. saucer and realize they just had like the pieces of it ranged long. So, Kate Mara uh, figures it out. Yeah, Kate Mara, who can not only sense like people, but can sense like machines. Again, I feel like, like somebody's power just got crammed into two different people because right. we lost an actor in the last right. minute. Right. So she just like talked to the spaceship and the spaceship is like no, you put this stuff here. And she was like, thanks, Spaceship. Uh, but the, by, like, feeling it. Yeah, and so, like, the <laughs> and red... All of this was quiet. Ooh, rain. Yeah. So so the red blocks turn blue to indicate that something good happened, and now the Spaceship now can the spaceship go fast. spaceship can go fast. And so they use it to jet out of the thing, out of the hangar, nearly escaping the closing doors. Mm-hmm. And With, like, go... yelling army people behind them. The yeah. classic trope. Yeah, and so they get to the place where the... The vortex is going to open and the brother's going to come out just when the mm-hmm. vortex opens and the brother comes out. Like, right. And um, Tim Allen is like, I got to go talk to him. He's my brother. And like, this is my fight. And I don't want you guys to get hurt because this is like, this isn't your problem. This is my problem. Which ain't good for him. Right. But at the same time, it's like, uh, you also need our help. Cause yeah, because like, he gets his ass handed to him. I mean, also fast. he kind of lost his powers. Like yeah. part of how he retired is was like I can't do this anymore. Like, like physically it doesn't work anymore. Right. And so they so they figured that out like and so he goes and talks to his brother and his brother just like blasts him a couple times. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the team starts coming in and trying to help. So the team shows up. They have different outfits. They're on all white now. Yeah. The little girl has mittens. Yeah. She doesn't have gloves. She has like a mitten 
thing. I was like, she's not too young to wear gloves. She's got like oven mitts. Yeah, but she's got like mittens. Her mittens as part of her white outfit. She also is the only one who wears a helmet. Mm-hmm. Her helmet. She's also indestructible. She's 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 not indestructible. She's just really strong. Um, her helmet has holes for her pigtails. Yeah. And is clear. So when her brains get blown out, you could see her brains inside her helmet. Part of the appeal of a helmet is you don't see the brain goo. Yeah. Weird internet story. I saw somebody had filled one of those clear N64 controllers, like the purple clear Mm -hmm. one. Somebody filled it with baked beans. Oh, gross. (laughs) And that's what I'm now thinking of as the clear helmet full of brain goo. Right. It's pretty much the same thing. Right? It's not cool. It's not cool. Anyway, so they start attacking and they don't do great. So she's the only one with the helmet and she's the only one with eye protection. Yeah, true. Because she's six and everyone else is like, I'm 12, I don't need this. (laughs) I guess. So she... and, And so like... Zoom had gotten beat up a couple times. Everybody else is kind of getting messed around with. And then the the brother is going to go after the six-year-old. The and like, Well, the, the six-year-old who's like real ballsy and used to just like... She's a blunt instrument. Right. Who's used to just like sauntering up to the bullies and like punching them across, literally across the state line. Um does that and she, and he was like oh so this is your new team and this is what you do you just like saunter up to the bad guy all willy-nilly like with no plan this is not yeah. gonna work and i was like actually it's like true <laughs> that's that's true and so she's in mortal peril and that's when zoom realizes that he can't get his powers back he can get his powers back so he takes off running to save the six-year-old right and like snatches her out of harm's way and lays her down next to some rocks He's like, you gotta be okay. You gotta be okay. And she's like unconscious. And he's like, okay, good, you're here. And then she wakes up, or, or she wakes up and he's like, okay, good, you're here. I gotta do something. And he takes off running across the desert, mm-hmm. trips in the middle, and like bounces for a while, and then stands up, dusts himself off, and then takes off running again. And the only reason he's running is because he has to go back to the compound, run by his old, old closet, and get his costume. And show back up in like three seconds wearing his costume. That's the whole reason he left these kids unattended with a supervillain. Right. It's was for wardrobe change. change. Maybe when he runs really fast, his thighs rub together. And he needs his costume for chafe protection. That seems like a personal issue. Hey. But yeah, still. Fair. Would, would I run without... Uh, Proper leg guardings? I would not. I would be like, nope, it's not happening. Fair enough. And like, at, at supersonic speeds, like, there right. might be some friction. His pants like, would catch on fire. It could be really bad, folks. Right. So he comes back and like, starts organizing things. He starts spinning the wrong way, or the other way, so the vortex turns good now. Like, literally, right. that's the plan. He just runs in a circle. That's the plan. Run fast enough in a circle. Counterclockwise. To change the vortex from good to evil. And and uh, conveniently, it's like color-coded. Where like, the bad vortex is, is red, red, and the good vortex is green. green. And they're like fighting each other yeah. in a cosmic cloud battle of good and evil. Meanwhile, the team just like kind of beats up the brother in like a coordinated fashion. Like, King Maris throwing rocks at him. Mm-hmm. The invisible guy disappears and punches and reappears, punches him in the face, disappears on the other side, reappears on the other side, punches him again. Like, just right. keeps distracting him. The little girl picks up a TV antenna and whacks him like a 
golf ball into the mm-hmm. air. Like a, like a big satellite. And like her plan was like she was going to knock him into the vortex, mm-hmm. but she kind of misses. So Courtney Cox has to like use her sparkle breath to blow him the rest of the way. And it's still a thing. She's still a sparkle breath. I right. Don't know. I mean, she's had it her whole life, I guess. And, and so he gets in the vortex and they spin around and around and around and around and the vortex closes and scene. He's good again. Right. Uh, so he like wakes what? up. Uh, and the, he's just in the desert by himself or whatever. He wakes up. His eyes are still red at first. And then they... And then that's how you can tell he's evil because he has red eyes. And then his eyes turn from red to blue. And he's like, oh, sorry. I tried to kill everybody, guys. Oh, that's okay. Welcome to the team. Welcome to the family. Hi, my name's Phil. You know, right. like... Like, it was a very quick, a very quick turn. Yeah, I don't... Uh, and I, don't I would, no matter what color people's eyes are, if you just tried to kill me... <laughs> I'm going to treat you with some caution. Right. I'm going to be like, mm. So... <laughs> Yay. Yeah, okay. But he still has the problem of, like, the army people are still mad at him. Right. How do they talk them down? I forgot. I don't remember. I don't know. It, does, it Like, at this point, I was just like, what What the fuck just, just happened? I think he's like, quit. I quit and, him out. And the scientists are like, we quit too. Yep. With him. Or whatever. Yeah. And We're just, just going to go be heroes. Yeah, and so the team just sticks together. They're heroes. Now there's seven of them. Right, so they all... there's the four kids, Zoom, his brother, and mm-hmm. Courtney Cox. Who doesn't get a cool superhero name. Yeah. She's just, like... Vanessa or something? Mm. Valerie? No, it starts with an M. I don't remember. <laughs> Hold on. It's... Uh... Marsha. Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I remember I made that joke. I was like, Marsha? Just... Marsha? Right. Just, yeah, she doesn't get a cool name. She's just Marsha. She is the Marsha uh, of the team. So there's this, like, denouement. I can't say that word. Yeah. But, um... French ending. Right. There's a... There's, that sounds dirty. Yeah. Uh, there's the part of the pyramid that goes down in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, where everybody is, like, living their own life. Like, Kate Mara is a cheerleader. Oh, at the very beginning, you saw her, like being made fun of by, like, the cheerleaders was classic, like, mean girl, high school cheerleader behavior. Uh, But now she's a cheerleader, and she can do cool things, like uh, suspend all the girls in the air in, like, formations, like, without even holding them up. Mm -hmm. She she can just make them be up. And the, um, the kid that can embiggen his body is playing soccer, and, like, is the best goalie ever because he could make his hand, like, the size of a house and just, like, swap that yeah. ball away or whatever. And uh, the super strong girl is in a play where she's Rapunzel. And it's like, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair. And she lets down her hair. And she, like, yanks this boy all the way up to the tower. And um, By the, the way- invisible boy comes up to... Uh, Kate Mara, who's in cheerleader practice with a, like, just floating invisible rose. Uh, mm-hmm. But then they all get calls on their little, like, Nokia flip phones. Also, what year was this? 2006. <laughs> like, the iPhone was a thing. I had one. Yeah, but they all have, like, Nokia flip phones. Yeah. Truly. Actually, no. 2006, the iPhone was not a thing yet, but... Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. But yeah, they had Nokia flip phones, and their their little Nokia flip phones ring, and they all have to go fight evil, I guess. I don't know what kind of evil oh, it was. Yeah, they go off and do it. Yeah, 
And there's like the action hero pose at the end. And right, and then you see like a comic book rendering of... Which is when we notice the, the team. Courtney Cox is still Marcia. Yeah, we notice that she's still Marcia. Because everybody else gets like superhero names mm-hmm. that they but give each other slash themselves. This, this movie, you guys... It's a hot mess. It's so bad. Like... So this movie made twelve and a half million dollars. Yeah, that is literally thirty minutes of Endgame. Twelve and a half million dollars they made out of a budget of seventy-five million dollars. I don't know if you're good at math. <sighs> yeah, that's not good math. Yeah. This movie has a 3% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> it's so bad. Again, my son wanted to spend four bucks on this in the rental, and I was like really trying to figure out how to talk him out before I feel it. Do you think out he how to knows free. that it's a terrible movie and would make a great podcast? <laughs> I, think, I think he might be on to us. <laughs> like, I think he might be feeding us material at this point. But at the same time, if he is, bless him. Thank yes. you. I mean, yeah. Get a shout out. But like... It's no, I but no, actually, I think he legit thinks this is a good movie. Mm-hmm. And the other two think it's a good movie too. Everybody watched it. Everybody watched it, was super into it, and laughed at the parts that were allegedly funny. Right, some of it. But you guys, it's such a train wreck. It's so bad. Mm-hmm. So bad. Yeah. Oh. I got nothing more to say about what did we learn from this movie? Oh, they drive the spaceship by pushing their hands into gooshy slime. Yeah, that's true. That so that's how you that's what we learned how that you fly the spaceship. Unnecessary. Yep. It feels um, weird, doesn't it? Um I, I didn't learn anything from this I movie other than know. like I did learn that um this movie was nominated and received several awards. That I find that to be Interesting. So first off, the first nomination is for the Razzie Award for Worst Actor. Oh, okay, that I buy. Okay, so that was Tim Allen for his roles in this movie, as well as Santa Claus 3, The Escape Clause, and Shaggy Dog. So it was a triple nomination for 2006. He, he did not win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's the Stinker Bad Movie Awards as well. <laughs> he was nominated for the same set, and he won that one. Chevy Chase uh, won Worst Supporting Actor. So there's another one. Uh, also, uh, Foulest Family Film. This was just right, the worst family film of the year 2006. And the Spencer Breslin Award for Worst Performance by a Child was won um, in this year by this movie, uh, for specifically for the performance by uh, Spencer Breslin. For whom the word is named, that's gotta hurt. Like this kid was like fourteen. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's, I don't even know if he was that old. Oh, he's but yeah, and he was also he also got this for his work in this movie, The Santa Claus Three, and The Shaggy Dog. Right, which I mean, <laughs> I mean, wow. It's like I'm never working with Tim Allen again. Oh, uh, worst screenplays, worst musicals, most intrusive musical score. Was nominated for this one. Most intrusive. I didn't know that was a thing. Apparently it is. Yes. Um, And uh, worst ensemble, least special effects, which is also true. Um, 
But, weirdly, Young Artist Awards 2007 recognized Wyan Whitley Newman, the little princess girl, mm-hmm. as best performance in a feature film, young actress age 10 or younger. Yes. By the way, do you know what she would go on to do? Um, some, like, random Disney shit. She's in at least three Sharknados. <laughs> so good for That's her. brilliant. Brilliant. Good job. Way to parlay that into a Diego. So what did we learn? Uh, Tim Allen is not incredibly bankable as an actor. If he's yeah. your is he if he's your draw, maybe sorry. That, maybe that's not enough. Here's maybe you actually have to make a good movie. Maybe. Um, two thousand one was not a high point for many people, especially when looked at in two thousand six. <laughs> it's a very strange time capsule. <laughs> it really is. It's really weird. Um, what else we got? Anything else? Mm-hmm. I wonder what soundtrack we would make if we just Googled, like, songs with hero in them. <laughs> well, you would also be, like, songs from hero with hero in them from 2014 or earlier. Yeah, 2016 or earlier. Or yeah. 2006 or earlier. Like, yeah. I wonder if we could make a better soundtrack. Yeah. Mm, doubtful. Slightly less Smash Mouth. Oh, 100% less Smash Mouth. <laughs> I'm sure, again... They, but, they're know, like the Guy Fieri of music. Oh, like, I mean, maybe, maybe that's like it's like. What is this really for? It's like for people who, who, yeah, who is your target audience? It's not me. It's for people. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> so that was that movie. I yeah. recommend you watch this unsober as Ugh, you can. It is. It is but, a, a train wreck. And Tim Allen's goatee does no one any favors. No, and he had like he's like little frosted tips or whatever. Like it's weird. like the front part of his hair is blonde or maybe gray for no reason. <laughs> like that's not where guys go gray usually. I don't know. It's, it was like, it seemed intentional and it was an odd choice. It was an odd choice, but anyway, like the temple gray, I get that. That's really distinguished looking, and a lot of very attractive men have that. <laughs> right. Especially some of whom are in this room. <laughs> yeah, one of them. One of the more attractive ones is here. Just saying. But yeah, like it, it seemed it seemed like a stylistic choice and I was confused by that. Oh, and then they have the super annoying scene where the pretty girl takes off her glasses and it's oh, like, yeah. You're super pretty and you're like, Yeah. Oh, that was so problematic because he's like he's like takes off Courtney Cox's glasses and he's like, Oh, you're actually pretty blind. Wow and he like looks through the glasses and he's like, You can put those back on. She's like, No, no. And she's like looking over his shoulder and, and he, she's like, you just have to move in a little closer. And you're like, oh, I see how this is going. That romance goes nowhere, by the way. Like, <laughs> that is the only scene that has any sort of chemistry at all. And it has no resolved. chemistry. It just is weird and awkward and then over. But she becomes part of the team. So you assume that like. Maybe, I don't know. I assume nothing in yeah, this movie. That- Things, Other than things go fine, yeah, yeah, and like what happens when like K Mara is like I can do way better than Invisiboy. Like, how does that affect team dynamics? If you are you a superhero, don't date, date other superheroes. Yeah, it never ends well. Find also, like a rival gang. It also <laughs> doesn't work well to date non-superheroes because you accidentally kill them. You accidentally kill them, or they get like chopped up and put in right, a fridge. They're, they're just like pawns. Yeah, it's bad. Just, just if you're a superhero, just resign your life to loneliness. I mean, maybe you could just... That's why it's important to have, like, alternate bands of superheroes. Be mm-hmm. like, just date someone from a different team. 
Like, yeah, the X-Men can date Avengers, and then Avengers can date X-Men, but... Right. Right. Yeah, but neither, neither of the two should meet. You know, like, don't... don't, right. don't yeah. Yeah, don't don't date someone you work with. Don't, don't, don't yeah, that's, fish that's off good the advice. company pier. Don't fish off the company pier, yes. That's good advice for all of us. <laughs> Including superheroes. Including superheroes. That's what we learned. That's the takeaway. Pin it. All We're right. good. So, all right. Well, I think that's it. So, for those of you out there parenting, please parent responsibly. Yes, please parent responsibly. All right. Good night. <laughs>